Um, it is November 1st, 2012. Yes. It is episode number 46 of the Swap Food Podcast. Correct again. Um, this is... I'm Miss Swap Foo. And I'm Mr. Swap Foo. Thank you for joining us uh, for the Swap Foo Podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's been a while. It's been a while. How are you doing? I'm well. Yeah? I've been, I've been doing well. I think our last um, our last podcast happened last June. Yeah. June 28th. So it's been... Almost July. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, today is November 1st. So it's been a, it's been a little while. It's been a group of months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I missed. I missed uh, hearing from listeners, and I've missed you know sitting down and chatting with you with the mics. You've missed. You've missed uh, talking talking to our our lovely listeners. Yes, and um, glad to be here tonight to yeah. do this and share. It's the Thursday, and uh, we we took this week off for the most part. Off of work. Off of work. Yeah. Yes, and so we were able to. Get together, went out for a couple cocktails, and wrote up some notes, and decided to come out and just lay something down and talk to you guys about what's been going on in our neck of the woods, at least with us in in regard to the swinging lifestyle. Yes, and um, thank you for the emails that we received for encouragement to get back in front of the mic. Right. So, yeah. um, we've missed you guys. I think. As much as some of y'all have missed us, absolutely no. It's a, we uh, we we. I mean, we've been having some great conversations with each other um, around the lifestyle. We just haven't been sharing them as much with you guys. Um, I don't know. Things have gotten in the way, I suppose. But I mean, I don't know if it's that as much as we've just been kind of in standard operating, right. you know, procedure mode. And um, I think I we talked about it last time that we want to just get up. We didn't want to get on the mics and just like say, "Oh, well, we did this, and then we did that, and then we did this," because we're. Yeah, we're in kind of in a bit of cruise mode, I guess. Yeah, and we wanted to kind of save up the challenges and the you know points of discussion for when we really felt like we had something to sit down and talk about and share, right? Without being redundant, yes. I think so. Um, a lot of things that you know we've we've covered in the last forty some odd podcasts, right? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, so maybe we should put it to the listeners. I mean, if they want to hear about us just going through. <laughs> What we've been up to? Maybe they can let us know. I mean, because I don't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's fine. I mean, maybe they love just hearing us go on and on about what we've been up to. You know, in the last month, even though it doesn't change that much. I mean, it's still all wonderful stuff, and we're having a really good time. So, I mean, if anybody's been wondering if that's been, if whether or not wondering whether or not we've been having fun, we've certainly been having a lot of fun. Yes, and uh, I think there were like. We're going to cover pretty much what we've been up to since our last podcast. Well, in June. I mean, there's been yeah, and very it'll be well, we, we, well a condensed version. If yeah, because you know. I mean, there's been several things that we won't get to because it'll be kind of more of the same, I suppose. And we didn't take notes then. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything has notes, right? Yeah, but um, there were actually three things we wanted to go over. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is we did a non-drinking summer, right? So we, uh, sober summer. Yeah, we did a sober summer. That's a good way to put it. Um, we did a sober summer and that's, you know, we can talk about how that contrasts to regular like party mode when it comes to the lifestyle. And we've had lots of questions on that in the past. Mm -hmm. And, um, we went to, uh, well, we, we had an October fest house party. Yeah. October foost. October. Yes. (laughs) That was very clever on your part. Thank you very much. The October foost. 
um, house party that was a lot of fun. Yes. So we'll talk about that mm. in some detail. And then also we went to Desire for a second time. Right. Since our last podcast. We just got back last week. Um, well, we Actually, back, like two days ago. On Tuesday, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's kind of what prompted mm-hmm. us to sit down and talk was the second trip to Desire, just because it was uh, so different from our first trip. Right. So we wanted to give, you know, the contrasts mm-hmm. and talk about that a little bit, because yeah. Desire is definitely something that a lot of people want to know more about. Right, or, or swinger travel in general. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, those are our three, you know, areas that we want to touch on and, and just talk about our experiences. And But re- but rest assured that we're fine. People are <laughs> asking us if we're doing okay, if, you know, we've... Making sure that, you know, and we appreciate your concern. No, we're doing great. We're happy, you know, happy as two people in love can be, you know. And we always try to uh, email you guys back and yes. make sure that to let you know that, hey, we're just, you know, we've been busier. We've been this or that. Mm-hmm. But we're always trying to get the next podcast out. So here we are, November 1st. Right. Kicking off. I don't know if it's official fall in San Antonio. It's kind of past official fall. but Yeah, yeah. It feels We're, like fall for the for the first time to me, I guess. Well, it's been nice and cool, so for sure. Yeah. So um, you want to start? You want to start off by talking about our sober summer? Yeah, I guess so. So um, I guess. Well, what was the, what prompted us to have our sober summer? We didn't really put that in the notes, but I guess um, we decided just to, you know, to give having a, a spending a summer sober a try. As just as a change of pace, because I think that there have been a couple of parties where maybe you and I gotten a little crossways on each other, you know, and I don't know if it was a lot because of the drinking or, or something else or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that wasn't really the reason. It was just mostly because I think the biggest reason is because, um, there's a lot of people out there in the lifestyle, especially out, well, out in the kin community, which doesn't really pertain to us, but like people in the lifestyle who party sober all the time. You know, and I guess we wanted to give it a try. It seemed like something to, you know, something that was worth investigating, I guess. But I guess there was also, to me, there was a little bit of a, of a concern as to whether or not we were like kind of like engaging fully with our guests and with each other, you know, and I think that that probably helped. And other guests at, you know, other parties and just, yes. you know, I, I think that drinking does raise concerns yes. that, you know, we felt like we wanted to address. So we decided to do 90 days mm-hmm. um, just sober. Right. And we did. I yeah. mean, for for three months, we went to other people's house parties. We mm-hmm. had our own house parties. We had vanilla parties. We went to the club. I mean, we did everything that we would normally do, only we did it without drinking. And we were, like, completely serious. There were no cheats, no yep, nothing. nothing. We did everything sober. Mm-hmm. And um, it, was, it was a lot of fun, and it was a really good experience. It I was think. interesting. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean... I think toward the end, we were ready to like pull the plug on it for sure. I mean, <laughs> we were like, this has been an interesting experiment. I think it's, uh, we're proving our point. <laughs> I think it definitely, um, re, uh, I don't know. It, it kind of reintroduced the idea that, Hey, drink responsibly, be yeah. respectful of the alcohol, right. you know, know, know what its place is. Yes. Um, be, be, uh, both respectful, respectful of your party guests and your fellow party attendees of their time of their patience and of their, um, and of their, um, what's the word I'm looking for their, of their feelings, mm-hmm. you know, um, because it's, it's, it's easy to forget yourself. Yes. You know? Yes. And you get into that, uh, 
standard mode of operation and you know it's easy to kind of go overboard right right so i you know i think one of the things that i learned is that uh swinging in the lifestyle without alcohol is just fine yeah, it's, not a problem. <laughs> it's just fine and we had a good time and it was interesting to know that we did everything we would normally do mm-hmm. only sober yeah i really didn't feel it was weird. It's like, okay, I'm doing exactly the same stuff that I would have done. Otherwise, I'm just not drunk while I'm doing it, which was kind of weird. Well, I actually think we did more mm-hmm. without... I I was actually less less self-conscious, I think, mm-hmm. in a way. It Like when we went to that, we went to one house party. Right. And we had sex in their hot tub. Right. Sober. You know, sober. And it didn't, you know, it seemed like the most natural thing in the world. Yeah. And I don't know. It just with each other. Yes, it didn't. Um, it didn't interfere with me having a good time. Right, me I'll neither. put it that way. Me neither. So I think it concerned our friends more than it concerned us because I know that a lot of people would be like, "What's up with you guys?" And we're like, "Hey, we're just you know taking cha- a break, change of pace." Yeah, change of change of pace. Yeah, change of pace. And um, I think there was some worry because I, coincidentally, two of our friends were pregnant at the same time. You know, so maybe I thought maybe we had joined there. Oh, yeah. Their people were asking that. People had a lot of concern about why we were not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, you, you keep having that same conversation mm-hmm. a lot of times. So that gets interesting. I think giving your friends a heads up yeah. in advance will save you a lot of trouble right. when it comes to the party. Party time. You, you know. give them a little card that says, we are partying sober this evening. Right. <laughs> the reasons of these are, A, none of your concern. <laughs> you know, whatever. B, rest assured that we thought about it and this is the right decision to make. Well. Proceed as normal. <laughs> proceed as normal. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't interfere with anyone's good time and no one interfered with our good time, right. I think. So I think that everything was just fine. So it was a good, it but, was a good experiment. Okay. So I guess... Um, we actually, during our sober time, we were doing, we, we had started a dinner club, so we were right. doing like lots of dinners, and uh, I think we felt more comfortable doing more swirl-type events. Right. Um, sober. Because we knew that we were going to be in complete control right. of situations, so it was like, yeah, we'll totally bring together our vanilla friends and our... And I wasn't going to be in like crazy-ass escalation mode somewhere, because <laughs> I would be a little bit more cognizant of not doing that. So we did, we did quite a bit more of that, I mm-hmm. think, during... Um, sober summer. That was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Sober summer. (laughs) (laughs) But going back to your, your, um, comment about being pregnant. Yeah. We did have over the summer, a couple of, uh, uh, girlfriends, couple of female friends that, you know, are married that were pregnant during the summer, but we're still coming to swinger parties. Right. So that worked out because Mm -hmm. while we were doing sober summer, they were sober. So, We would set up a little, you know, cocktail stand for, um, like virgin daiquiris or. Right. I bought a little, a little concoction book for. Yes. <laughs> for virgin. Virgin drinks. drinks. And uh, and know. we also introduced some people, like some guys, right, who really enjoyed beer. We introduced some guys to non-alcoholic beer, mm-hmm. and they were happy with it. I think we have a couple converts who like, you know, they like the taste of beer, but they don't necessarily want to worry about driving home. Yeah, so, so there yeah. were yeah some good things. Yes, absolutely. And uh, we got to hang out with our with our awesome hot pregnant girlfriends. Yes, <laughs> that got to come to the party and felt no pressure. And right. We uh, I think we I tweeted something about pregnant women at the party or mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, 
I got a question in mm-hmm. asking, you know, hey, I always wanted to know about pregnant women, you know, and the lifestyle. How does that work? Right. I think for the friends that we know, it's worked out perfectly fine. Right, I right. think it's the comfort level of the the woman and the couple. Yeah, the, the couple the couple has with whatever level of sexual engagement they want. They, they feel comfortable mm-hmm. doing. Um, in, but in which trimester? <laughs> in which trimester? Yeah. But certainly uh, did not have any problems with just the lifestyle in general. Right, right. It's not like oh, I'm going to be a mom and now mm-hmm. I have to. And one of them was a first time mom, and, right? And for one woman, it was like her third, fifth. third child, fifth. The B, huh? I think it was her fifth. Fifth? Child. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Lots of lots of babies. Yes. It was old hat to her. It right. wasn't even like a blip on her radar. Right. <laughs> but um, so, uh, you know, they would come and enjoy the parties mm. into... We've had pregnant women there here in their eighth month. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I think it's just dependent on the woman and her spouse and what their comfort what levels are. Yeah. And maybe they would attend and not, you know participate in the swinging but just want to be around friends and sure. people they've known and it's, well, a, it's a night out for them and i think that that's you know something to uh observation your hair looks really pretty by the way oh thank you you're welcome uh, uh, kind of an observation is that you know some people have concerns about whether or not they're going to be pressured into doing anything during a party and yeah i mean i think that if uh, the, these women who had both attended parties before they were pregnant at our house um felt comfortable attending parties again. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's something that's just exclusive to our parties, but mm-hmm. I think that in swinger parties in general, that, you know, you know, odds are you're not going to be pressured into doing anything, you know, that you're not comfortable with. And that, you know, I think that if as pregnant women probably would have an extra, le- extra level of apprehension, perhaps, um, certainly you know. extra level of feeling protective, protective. Right. right. So yeah. Anyway, it was not a problem. Um, so that was our sober summer. I mean, we, we picked up some other good habits because Mm -hmm. I think in our last podcast, we talked about, you know, trying to develop better habits as far as, um, exercise and, and all of that and in the continual improvement category. And we started, uh, hiking and started Mm -hmm. kayaking and just all these bizarre activities. (laughs) Bizarre. Yeah. Right. (laughs) They're strange for us, (laughs) but they're, you know, just activities that we started doing because we were looking for things to do instead of just going to happy hour or just doing, you know, going to parties or not parties, but happy hours more than anything else. Yeah. More happy hours. And like, yeah. So it's like, okay, well, Oh, and plus, you know, just always being up early Fresh. every weekend. Fresh and energized. <laughs> every weekend. It's like, well, what are we going to do from, you know, Saturday from like 8 a.m. to like noon? Yeah. Well, let's go kayaking because yep. we didn't stay out late on Friday night. Right. 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 So it was a different experience. And we picked up some, you know, mm-hmm. new interests and some new um, good habits. And uh, unfortunately, it didn't lead to a bunch of weight loss, which I thought would be like a secondary or tertiary goal. Absolutely, because yeah. we were like, okay, if we're going to give this is what you told me. Well, right. I'm whole, I'm just, you know, I'm so angry about this. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> You're like, oh, if you give up wine, the pounds are just going to melt off of you. <laughs> well, you know all those studies you read about? Yeah. Well, the weight does not just melt off of you because I gave up wine for three months and it didn't make a pound of difference. Right. But 
I did adopt a lot new healthier habits, right. and so that was good. Yeah, and you know, I'm not gonna. I, it wasn't. You know, it, what am I gonna say? It wasn't a. It wasn't a complete success, but it wasn't a complete failure either. So, what did you? How did you feel about the sex that you had while you were, while you were uh, sober at the parties and so on? I felt like at, at the parties, like our parties and other parties, mm-hmm. and with you and just in general overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like the sex that I had mm-hmm. was really good. Yeah. It wasn't as varied oh, yeah. as it normally is. Okay. I think, you know, the idea of social lubri- lubrication mm-hmm. is, it definitely exists. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a little bit more open with a glass of wine or two right. than I am without the glass of wine or two. Okay. So I think my variety was down. Yes. Um, but my enjoyment was the same. Okay. It was good. Okay. Um, so I think that there's that honestly, because I do think that with a glass of wine or two, I'm a bit more open. Okay. That makes sense. I don't know. How did you feel about it? For me, it was better. The sex was better. Yeah. For me, generally the sex was better. That's kind of awesome. Well, I mean, um, Mostly, okay, so it was twofold in that I felt a lot more physically capable, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a part of it. And we've podcasted about that right. before. Yeah. And then my recollection of the events that, you know, the spank bang is a lot clearer <laughs> later mm-hmm. on, you know, so I just, I have a better, uh, yeah, I just have a better recollection. So the sexual experience just keeps going and right, going. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, um, so I felt that it was better, but you know. It's it's better it's better with a couple of drinks too. So it's not like I mean it's good with a couple of drinks too. So I'm not, um, you know I'm not going to get all. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pedantic about it. it's like okay well if I want to maximize the sexual experience and I have yeah. to like you know, uh, you know be sober and you know all that other stuff I I'm I'm okay with having sex that is perhaps not fantastically great. You know what I mean? Or I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, you know what I mean. And and but but no, still no. have but still have but in have and having a couple of drinks, I do feel like maybe the social interaction is still aided and whatever. It was a, it was an experiment and I'm still good. I'm good with it either way. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm good either way, but I do feel a bit more relaxed. Sure. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to lie that way and yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie either way. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say I definitely can't have sex without, you know, a couple right. of cocktails, but I definitely, you know, I, I can see advantages in both. Sure. So like I said, I think for me, it was just a reminder of like putting alcohol in its place Yes. while I'm swinging and otherwise. Mm-hmm. So that was, it was nice. Yeah. 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 It was, it was, yeah, it was cool. So it was 90 days, but I think at the end of the 90 days, how did you, how, how were you? I felt, you know, I felt like we had beaten a bit of a challenge, mm-hmm. which was cool. So I felt encouraged and I felt uh, and empowered by it. But I, you know, I miss being able to have a couple glasses of wine with dinner mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and having the odd happy hour drink or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think that, I think that, um, knowing that we can do without it will help us successfully reincorporate it into our lives. Mm-hmm. So let's see. What else do we have? So that was our sober summer. Yeah, our sober summer. Oh, and I and I think just very briefly, it goes out to a lot of 
well, we've gotten questions in the past about couples that do not drink mm-hmm. and they wondered about their place in the lifestyle. Right. If, they were, if there would be a place for them or if they could, if they would be able to integrate. And I think for us, we found that yes, absolutely. Right. So I think that, I think we can say from experience that yes, it, that we, it, that we felt integrated into the lifestyle just fine. Successfully. Successfully without uh, imbibing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was fine. That is our report. That is our report. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the next thing, another thing that we that happened that was no order, we had a big party, um, which was our October October Foost. October Foost, and it kind of countered uh, the Mardi Gras party, right? Right, about six months away from a Mardi Gras party, so um, that would be like our two big parties a year. Yeah, bigger Mardi bigger Gras party. and October Foost. So a bigger party. What would a bigger party mean? Is like um, we give ourselves a little bit more time to get the invitations out. We decorate, decorate quite a bit. Yeah. Maybe cook some food, which we did. Um, what else? I think there's just generally more planning that goes into a bigger party that yeah, will, a bigger planning. house party that we have. Definitely more decorations. Mm-hmm. Uh, working, I think the invitation list a little harder. Um, requesting or requiring uh, costumes yeah, for be- the bigger parties. Mm-hmm. The smaller ones, we call them socials. Right. So we just consider that a social where it's just an opportunity for people to come out and meet and greet mm-hmm. that are, you know, um, existing friends or friends of friends. Mm-hmm. So those tend to be smaller, but the bigger parties, they're they're definitely um, theme-oriented and yeah, probably two to three times the number of attendees. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, so we had... Several uh, lovely ladies show up, including Miss Wafu, show up dressed in their in their dirndls. Yes, I was in my dirndl, and yeah. you were in your lederhosen. I was in lederhosen. You were so cute. Oh, thank you. I felt a little silly. So, Mister Swapfu ordered online a dirndl and the lederhosen. We yeah. got we got matching costumes. Yes, it was you were awesome. Uh, so, lederhosen are the little. Uh, Short shorts. Little shorts, yeah. <laughs> Not short shorts. Well, you have long legs, so they were kind of short short. <laughs> with um, the suspenders, yep. with the little hat. Oh, my God, you are so cute. And you happen to be... I look like Geppetto. <laughs> you kind of did. <laughs> Only it wasn't your nose that was growing. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, okay, what are the advantages of being like the only guy that's dressed up? Um. Well, um... I guess you get a lot of attention from the ladies. I certainly did. Um, especially from the ladies in costume. Especially from the ladies. In, and you guys all looked lovely. So that was that was cool. The only disadvantage is like, okay, so anybody out there who's who's going to get a costume, get a better costume uh, than what I got. I, I bought like the cheapest costume lederhosen I could find. They were like 20 bucks, And they didn't have buttons. So the only way to get... You know, the thing off to go to the, the restroom was to basically take the whole costume off. And it was <laughs> insanely difficult, and it wasn't designed to go on and off a lot. Uh, so eventually, toward the end of the night, I ended up ditching it because it just got to be... You popped your lederhosen. My la- yeah, my lederhosen suspenders were, um, you know, 
giving way. So next time I'm going to buy, actually buy a real set of lederhosen and everything else for, for next year. So are you on board with Oktoberfest every year? Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. Sorry. Jawohl. <laughs> it's Oktoberfest <laughs> with capital F-U. That's right. Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So next year and... Um, It was a great party. Yeah. Um, the one thing that we were missing, if anybody has a, ref a referral to or a link that you can send us to where to buy pretzels. <laughs> yes, we needed, we needed some soft pretzels. But, oh, we found them later on at the store. Remember? Well, afterwards. Afterward, yeah. But were they the ones that you wanted? They were the ones that I wanted. But I didn't think that they would have them at the regular grocery store. I didn't even think to go check. Well, you know what? Anyway. So we had German sausage. And we had German sausage. Rolls and... Yeah, and some good mustard. With, your, and, with the good mustard. Yes. <laughs> but we didn't have pretzels. Yeah, we were pretzel-less. And we didn't have anybody pass out in our yard. So unlike regular German fest. Right. <laughs> Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. But I mean. another thing that we didn't have is that we didn't have any... Um, We didn't have any sauerkraut because it stinks up the house. <laughs> really? Because we had sauerkraut, but you didn't put it out. I didn't did put you? it out because I didn't want to like have, you know, cabbage bomb going on at the house. And maybe next year we'll find a way to have the food set up outside a little bit better. And yeah, like with different tables. Yes. Because there were some there were some really interesting dishes that the guests brought. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> so the food a, was varied and interesting. There's a large uh, German community in San Antonio, so there are several towns around that you know were settled by germans or alsatians and one of our guests brought a uh, a, a a delicious traditional alsatian um uh appetizer but i think it, some people found it a little unusual i thought it was very tasty there were lots of good dishes yes they were yes there were so so october the oktoberfest party was pretty nice yeah yeah definitely gonna do that again i'm and gonna need a better bra next year because i need like more of that push yeah up action you need some push up action the top of my dirndl yeah yeah <laughs> to get that saint Pauli girl look right i love that and i'm gonna i'm gonna get a different hat a better hat but um the women all looked so awesome Sexy. in their outfits mm -hmm. that's very cool so, um, after the Oktoberfest party, which was... Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest, sorry. That's okay. Early, it was earlier in October. We took our uh, second trip to Desire this last week. Yes. Yeah, we just got back on Tuesday. And um, so this trip was different from our first trip in that we did not attend with a, a scheduled group. group. And we went to Desire Pearl instead of the other Desire, instead of Desire Riviera Maya. That's right. Yeah. So the two are Desire Riviera Maya. Or Desire Resort and Spa and Desire Pearl, something like that. There are two different ones, both in Cancun. Yeah, both south of Cancun, about two miles away from each other or something like that. So we went to Desire Pearl and without a group. And it was different. Yeah, we were on our own. Yes. But we were good. We made a plan. We did. Yes. Because um, we had when we arrived, and I kind of fucked up a little bit and sort of forgot the cardinal rule of, of desires that not everybody there is a swinger. A lot of people are just clothing optional swinger tolerant or swinger friendly people, but don't actually aren't necessarily lifestylers. So you don't, you know, so I blurred out a couple things around them that I kind of later regret having done. So, I mean, not, not that it, it I mean, we, like I said, we they were very, they were very tolerant, very nice people, all of them, but it wasn't going to, I didn't want. I certainly didn't want to make anybody uncomfortable by you know making statements about 
it's like well yeah we're on this website and you know this one's a little bit more party friendly whereas this one is whatever and people are just kind of shaking their, you know kind of nodding their heads politely at me you know and i'm like oh fuck these people aren't into this you know that we did have to have a conversation about yeah. remembering the difference between people in the lifestyle and people um, clothing, that optional. Are clothing optional. Right. And I think at Pearl, it was even more so yeah. because there was not a swinger group there. Right. We were running into a lot more clothing optional people. Yeah, clothing optional yet. Which I think the street term for that is nudist. But they're not really nudist because the nudist... The nudists aren't necessarily sex positive. These are sex positive people, but they're not, they're just not swingers. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I don't know that to be so. Cause but. desire is, I mean, if you're a nudist and you go to desire, you're going to be appalled. <laughs> you know? Really? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You don't go to desire as a nudist cause it's just not going to be fun for you. I don't. I mean, unless you're. A, I don't know. I'd have to get on the website and just really study how they're promoting it. Well, there's because lo- to me, if somebody says clothing optional, that means they're a nudist. No, that, well, that means that they can live their life with or without their clothes. That has nothing to do with being sex positive. Well, their slogan is deliciously erotic. Okay. And then, and then every single every single one of their promotional pictures shows like some hot couple embracing. Right. Yeah. So. I think that is kind of implied. I don't know. I would have to go and uh, research like some very conservative nudist-type yes. resorts and oh. see how they promote themselves. Right. They com- promote comparatively themselves as, speaking. They, they generally promote themselves as like camping with your clothes off. Okay. So when they have pictures of their attendees, they're going to be like playing chess, to, yes. chess in the nude. A lot of badminton. Okay. Yeah, that kind of shit. We did see, even though they... they there's a rule that there isn't any sexual activity allowed in public. I mean, we saw some, so we that saw was allowed. Plenty of it. So, yes. so, but but they were couples that were having sex together. Right? They weren't playing with other couples or anything like couples. that. So, I mean, maybe when they say deliciously erotic, that means for that's you kind and- of the angle that they're promoting. I don't know. Isn't it weird that we have such a hard time figuring it out, though? <laughs> To me, it's pretty clear. I th- <laughs> to me, it's confusing. It's confusing. There's but, the- okay, so... Anyway. Okay, all right. Now, they do also, like the other Desire, they both have playrooms in right. the discotheque. Right. And but, they're not made for anything other than playing. Right. Yeah. So, what they're saying is that... But they're very, like... Okay, at Pearl, it's very discreet. Yeah, and small. You, would, yeah. you wouldn't know unless you... You wouldn't know it was there unless, unless you asked the bartender asked for it. and he kind of put points behind yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I don't know if a lot of like couples go in there and play with each other or if it is a like a group playroom or I just I don't know, honestly. But it's it's probably whatever you want it to be. I think that that's kind of the theme as opposed as opposed to kind of a nude resort is that Desire is more open to sexual activity in general and sexual encounters in general. It's just whether or not, and I think that it's focused toward that, focused toward bringing you together erotically as a couple, be it with another couple mm-hmm. or be it on your on your own. And I think because those options exist, that that it is vague, mm-hmm. that it definitely presses um, you to engage in a lot of conversation and yes. more conversation. So then if you go to a swinger club, right, which you still have to have that conversation, right. but in this scenario, if you're at desire, 
you really want to have that conversation first and foremost. Right. In the swinger club, it'll be, the conversation will be like, how far do you go? Yeah. Are you soft swap or right? Or what, or what are your rules or whatever? Whereas at, at Desire, it's are you or aren't you first? And then we'll talk about the rest of it. Absolutely. And then not only that, but you have that anxiety of engaging some a couple or asking a couple that you don't know basically, you know, something very important about the way that they lead their lives. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And, you know, even though we we started a lot of conversations with that and we got a lot of people that, you know, immediately would say we're lifestyle optional. We or clothing also, optional. Or, sorry. sorry, clothing optional. We definitely answered a lot of questions about the lifestyle. Because Lots of them. People were very curious. Yes. You know, and maybe we can throw that in the mix. It's like, are you clothing optional? Are you lifestyle? Or are, are you, you lifestyle, lifestyle curious? curious? <laughs> Which I think is, would be funny. Right. Because you've you come to the right curious? place. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, you don't know. We can talk about this all night. <laughs> like we, can, we can talk about this for about 46 episodes, actually. <laughs> so, so we did have a lot of those conversations. Yeah. But I can tell you we did very wonderfully in... Uh, in in making and executing our plan when we when we arrived because knowing that we're in primarily a clothing optional resort we knew that we weren't going to get to play unless we made a concerted effort to make sure that that happened so correct we were good about recognizing that in the first night we were there mm-hmm. you know making sure that we met lots of people and making sure that we did meet people that were in the lifestyle right so that we can we could escalate yes. those conversations right and um so that was i think our first goal was to ensure that we met people in the lifestyle and not just you know spin clothing optional people correct and we met lots of both and we as did as it turns out and we yeah. did and um you know our favorite couple we invited in, them to dinner for the second night right and Spent a wonderful evening with them. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So that's, you know, that goes back to, I think, making the plan and executing the plan. And that that made our trip not just clothing optional. Right, right, (laughs) right. And those parts of the trip were very nice, too. I, 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 again, enjoyed laying out in the sun and, you know, down at the beach and just enjoying watching the waves go by. and Naked horseshoes. uh, Naked horseshoes and... And yeah, well, you played naked horseshoes with the, uh, with the, uh, amazing assistance of the activity directors, activities, directors who were, yeah, took Miss Wafu under their wing. And there are a lot of activities. Yes. Um, so yeah. What are the pros and cons do you think between the two resorts? Well, pros. So the pros between the pros of Desire Pearl, I would say the Desire Pearl is prettier. You know, it's a nicer place, better maintained. Uh, the rooms are nicer. Uh, they all have ocean or beach or pool view. I think they all do at least. Um, uh, what else? The service, I think, was better. At Pearl. At Pearl. Uh, better, more attentive. I mean, like, ex- you know, just like amazingly attentive service, especially by the uh, the pool and bar staff. Mm-hmm. Um, so those would be the pros i'm trying to think what else um what were the pros for the original pearl you think i mean the original desire i mean the original desire um, sorry i'm getting these confused that's okay uh, th- uh then the pros for the desire riviera maya i guess we can call it or whatever that one has a more and better restaurants would be one they do have a lot more restaurants and the food's better 
you have more variety of yes. of um, cuisine, definitely. The, the Japanese place is really good. We mm-hmm. haven't even been to the Italian place yet. I know. But, yeah. The Japanese place was the restaurant was really good. And I thought the overall the food, like the food that they served in the regular buffet restaurant thing, was better. Well, there were definitely more, and you pointed this out earlier, more opportunities for uh, group settings. Mm-hmm. Yes. For you know larger groups to get together and BS. Oh, yeah, the lobby bar, right? Yeah. The lo- lobby bar at the Desire Riviera Maya versus Desire Pearl. The one at Desire Pearl is literally in the lobby of the hotel, and the seating is not very conducive to sitting in groups and you know talking to each other, whereas the, the lobby bar at at the other Desire is really kind of a central gathering point before you you know go off for the evening because it has all those nice beds and mm-hmm. um, big open area for people to congregate and get to know each other and... Um, the bar is better staffed at the original desire. So they're a lot snappier, mm-hmm. um, just generally. Um, so yeah, so that's a pro of the, I guess we'll call it original desire. Um, also the beds and such at the pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, at the, um, there's more beds at the, at the pool and then the, and then there's more places to hang out at the beach and it seems to have better access to the beach beds. And at the original Pearl, there's also the little, I mean, sorry. (laughs) Okay. Now I just have that thing where it's stuck in my head. I'm going to say it wrong every time. There's also the little bar area, um, on the beach Mm -hmm. where the beds are. So that's a good congregating area, right? So you can get up from your bed and go order a cocktail and hang out at the bar for a while and, and meet other people as they're coming and going. Whereas at Pearl, there's yeah. just kind of bed service where someone comes to your bed and brings you a drink. So you're kind or you can of walk up, Or you can walk up to that, the pool slash beach bar. Right. But that's, that's a swim-up bar, right. beach bar. It's kind of further away from the, the action. bed action. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. They're both beautiful. Yes. I would, I would say overall, whichever, wherever you can attend with your group yeah. t- would be... A good option because I definitely think between the two trips that we've made, going with a group is 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 superior for me right. for us, but just because we're very social people. So right. So okay. So I know that we have a lot of swinger curious listeners out there. Which one would you recommend to to them? Okay, let's say okay. So let's we we have we have a recommendation for people who are more like us who are in the lifestyle fully. Right, and then we have a, re- a recommenda- recommendation for people who are taking tentative steps in their lifestyle. Which one would you recommend? That's a good question. I think if you're swinger curious, I think either 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 of the resorts would satisfy your would satisfy your need or raise you to the a next level right. of you know a, of uh, engaging in that curiosity. But I think in that situation as well, you're going to need to engage in those conversations. Right. So you're going, you're, you're going to have to uh, start creating that conversation, even if you're not in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, go, even going to Pearl could be very good or not going with a group could be very good for d- developing your skills as far as, you know, having that conversation with different couples, because you're, you're, if you're curious, you're going to have to do that. Right. I mean, unless you think that you're going to show up and just start waiting for some signs that, you know, to try to figure it out. But I mean, you really don't want to do that. You want to kind of be more open and direct. And I think people are more than happy to answer your question, honestly, in either case. And 
you know. We, I think that I think that if they went to Pearl, if they if if they want to, if if the way that they want to approach going into the, into the lifestyle is by spectating, or by being kind of more voyeurs, mm-hmm. I think that going to Pearl would probably be better. At least mm-hmm. from our limited experience, it seemed like it attracted. What it would attract, it, I think it attracted couples who were a lot more comfortable being on their own, mm-hmm. right? So if somebody is, you know, rather than if if this if seeing a, a big group of people, not a big group of people, or a, a group of two, of four or more people engaging in some kind of sexual activity, if they find that intimidating, then Pearl would probably be a better option mm-hmm. for them because it, at um, I think that. Well, you, can, you can, I think you can slice it and dice it sure. and do all this stuff, but right. basically, people have to be accountable for themselves right. and what their their level of engagement wants to be and mm-hmm. i mean yeah yeah that, so, so that was that, our that was that was that's kind of our impression but overall we had a great time yes definitely yeah, can't wait to go again we're going back for the next swinger cast yeah, swinger cast group yeah, in, in march. march and that's going to be to the original desire desire review Maya. yes and i think um Doing the group thing again is going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to seeing all our friends again. Yes. But in the meantime, yes. and we didn't put this in the show notes, but in the meantime, a couple that we met um, at the last Swinger Cast outing, right? they're coming to San Antonio to hang out with us and see us. So, yeah, that's a really good thing that they're going to come, you know, that some people are going to come visit us. And- yeah, because, I mean, it, sh- it shows that you're creating friendships outside of your, you know. Yeah your vacation time and your group time. And mm-hmm. that's for me that, that that's nice that's, that you can extend friendships beyond, you know, your four days, four days a year that you get to see your, mm-hmm. your group. So, um, San Antonio is a wonderful city. So I know yeah. So, uh, we do have friends that are coming to visit and then in March we'll be back with the swinger cast group and yes. looking forward to that. And, uh, okay, but if somebody's interested in going with a group, and I don't know the answer to this because you're the internet guru, if somebody's interested in going with a swinger group, where would you re- refer them to to find out the variety of trips that are available? I mean, what would you, where would you send them? Well, SDC posts a lot of group, tri- group trips, and I think Cassidy is starting to post more group trips as well on their website. So, I would go to Cassidy first and see if there's something that appeals to you. And if there isn't anything that really appeals to you on Cassidy, go to SDC. Yeah. And um, on that note, yes. I can say that uh, based on a lot of the stories we hear over right. time and a couple of them that we heard um, at, at, per, at Pearl, mm-hmm. Cassidy and SDC are really standout websites right. for swingers as far as just the quality of people that – you know, they bring to the table, people are, um, validated. And, right. uh, I think that just the legitimacy of those sites are just so high compared to some sites that people get on and just have not so great experiences. Right. Yeah, and those no. are just based on stories that we've heard. Yeah. It seems like they've really got their stuff together. So yeah, as far as, um, organization and that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And the information that's available. Mm-hmm. So those are, those were our three things. Yeah. Our sober summer, yeah. our, uh, October Foost party yes, and our second desire trip, yeah. getting that knocked out. Um, 
I don't know. Was there anything else you wanted to cover? Nope. I think that's it. Uh, sorry it took us so long to get, you know, back to you guys. I know that you sent us all those emails and, you know, um, trying to get in touch with us. We're, we're back. We're back. Nothing's wrong. We're good. Yeah. Um, I guess we, no promises, but we'll try to, we're going to, we've, we've committed to putting the recording sessions on our calendar. So we're going to. So the month, you know, won't tick by without, without a us recording. sitting down. So, so we'll, we promise that even if we sit down and say, you know, I'm not promising that <laughs> because I, the way I get is like, well, I really, you know, in my own mind, it's like, I really don't have anything to say. And if I don't have anything to say, it's like, I can't promise I, I will sit down and record. Right. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I'm not going to get on the microphone and gossip about my friends because that's all I have to talk about. Uh, right. <laughs> or you know what I mean? Or something. Well, well, maybe we'll have a guest or something. Remember we thought maybe about we'll it? yeah think of some way to kind of change it up. Right, change I don't it know. up. It's it's hard. Maybe we'll just do a question and answer. If somebody has specific questions, even if it's stuff that we've covered we've covered before, maybe we'll do that next next time around yeah and if the listeners have any suggestions mm-hmm. of what you would like to hear or any formats you would like to suggest that yeah. we can do we'd be glad to take a look at that right but yeah i don't want to just sit down and you know, wax and wane about you how know wonderful everything is nothing's <laughs> nothing's you know like nothing new different has happened so yeah. um I mean, I think we really had some legitimate things to talk about yes. here on this podcast. And I don't know when the next time I will feel like I have something legitimate to say. But. December 1st. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll, 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 we'll try to make it more, more regular. And the other option we had is just to like look for like Swinger News. I found a couple like Swinger News events. We can talk about that. But I'm like, ah, I don't know. I mean, it's like, we're not that's, Jay Leno. That's not a bad idea, yeah. though. All right. Um, yeah, so maybe we can think about varying the length. Maybe we can say, well, even if we do 10 or 15 minutes. Yes. I mean, I don't know, yeah. honestly. Um, but we haven't gone anywhere. We're just waiting to say something to, you know, till we have something to say. Yeah. So we've please enjo- don't hold that against us. We've been enjoying the hell out of each other and, and our friends and having our get togethers. And uh, yeah, just. You know, things have been really good. We're glad that you guys are sticking with us. And Mr. Swapfu um, had had a couple of requests about people. Uh, people have asked about house party punch lists, yes. you know, things to bring to house parties. And so I think we've covered it on a prior podcast. Right. So we talked about just doing a bullet list on the blog uh, when this podcast is posted. Yeah, there's actually a website out there that covers it all really well. So I'll, um, I'll post uh, I'll post a link to the website. Link. Yeah, and you can... Review it at your leisure, because um, we wouldn't be able to do it as much justice as it, as this one website covers it. Well, it was very nice to get to chat tonight. Yes. And uh, look forward thank to you doing for, it again. Thank you for being patient with us. And um, I guess we look forward to talking with you next time. I look forward to talking to you again, Miss Wafu. Well, that's nice. You're sweet. Thank you. Thank you to the listeners. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to Cassidy and SDC for uh, providing quality uh, websites for the Swinger community. Talk to you later. Good night. <laughs>